Good morning and welcome to iHeart Mooresville. I'm your host, Christine Patterson, and here with co-host Don Smile. We're so excited to be here with you this morning. We've got a great show. We are going to talk about the Mooresville Convention and Visitor Bureau and meet the folks over there and learn a little bit about tourism in our community and all the great things we have going on. Uh, Before we get started, we're going to talk about this weather this week. Oh my, I'm so excited that it's warming up. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I stopped and got coffee on the way and I uh, saw the word winter brew on the menu. And I said to the lady behind the counter, maybe it's just me, but I don't feel like we even had a winter. And she's like, well, it can go away. And I'm like, well, I feel you because I'm a spring and summer (laughs) kind of guy. But I think we've been extremely fortunate this year because we haven't seen anything other than some really chilly weather. Um, but in terms of snow or ice or any of that nasty stuff, we haven't had it. So No, I, mm. you know, I was hoping, I always hope for a little bit of snow. It's always nice to have like just a, just a little glaze, a couple inches, and then it goes away by the next morning. But, yeah. you know, kids can play in it. But, you know, I, I don't want the ice. No. Um, you know, what um, for me as a sports fan, um, what this time of year always, always is about for me is football. Um, yeah. And the Super Bowl is coming up this weekend. Um I, you know, I will say this. I watched the Pro Bowl uh, this past weekend, um, and I love the format change. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, they do flag football now and skills challenge and, and all that. It's a lot more entertaining, uh, less likelihood that anybody's going to get hurt, uh, which makes it more fun. Um, but with that said, we know the Super Bowl is coming up this weekend. Um, the Chiefs again. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I'm just curious, panel-wise, uh, who your picks are for this weekend. Above all, we just hope we have a great Super Bowl. The last couple have been disappointed, but um, so Christine, what do you think? I have to go with the Kansas City Chiefs, and not because of Taylor Swift. Oh my goodness! Let me just clarify that: <laughs> not because of Taylor Swift. Okay. <laughs> so, you big Patrick Mahomes fan? What's what's the reason for for the? Chiefs? Yeah, I mean, usually I have to say in my house that I kind of like have to go for the team that my husband goes for because that that wouldn't really work out. So. <laughs> We are actually big Pittsburgh Steelers fans. So, you know, if the Steelers aren't there, then I'm just kind of like, well, but Steelers haven't been in a couple of years. So that that's where my heart is, mm-hmm. is is with in Pittsburgh. But but I will I will root for them basically because my husband and I like Patrick Mahomes. He's a, he seems like a good guy. Well, I will uh, go with Kansas City as well because because of t- Taylor Swift. No, <laughs> <laughs> although I do appreciate the fact that she's brought new eyeballs uh, to to the NFL, uh, but because I hate the 49ers. Um, they are oh. there in the NFC. Uh, I'm an NFC guy. I'm a Seattle Seahawks fan. Um, and so they thump us every year. Uh, so, uh, I will have to pull against them. Grant from the Mm. CBB, we haven't made introductions. So why don't you make introductions and then we'll ask them the questions. Yes, we have, uh, the chairman of the Mooresville Convention and Visitor Bureau Board, Grant Hutchinson. Thank you for being here this morning. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. We also have, uh, a new to the crew individual over here, uh, Randy Deteau, who is our new executive director for the CBB. Good morning. Nice to be here. Thank you. Yeah, we're very excited about that. So, Grant, uh, same question to you. Uh, football. See, my heart's in college football for the most part, uh, just because of where I'm from in Alabama. But, you know, the Chiefs are, they're used to the pressure. So you got to go kind of with the the usual pick there, unfortunately. Good point. Good point. Mm-hmm. Randy? Uh, Kansas City Chiefs as well, only because my cousin's a big guy. Well, he lives in Kansas City, A, eh? and uh, we're both Nebraska football fans. 
And um, we've been in the uh, the hinterlands for a long time, and I'm also a Falcons fan for professional, just to clarify. And um, basically, once my teams are out, I just don't care. And uh, so <laughs> I've, I've switched since my uh, cousin and I, we suffered together through the Nebraska season. <laughs> yeah. You know, when he has a, a chance to win uh, the Super Bowl, I'm like, let's go with those guys. Mm. Yeah, my wife is a cheesehead. She's from Wisconsin. And so she pulls for the Packers. And obviously, <clears> we're <throat> in the same division. Mm. So every year... We pull for each other, except when we play against each other. And in, inevitably in the playoffs, we either are playing each other to get into the playoffs or playing each other in the playoffs. This year, she made it into the playoffs. I didn't. So that the good thing was that we got to pull for one team. Unfortunately, the Packers lost as well to the 49ers. Um, I kind of felt like they were a team of destiny this year. They just, they're so good. Um, I just hope for a good Super Bowl. You know, you, you hate to get to the end game and have it be a blowout, but... <laughs> So yeah. what else you Being got going Falcons on over fan, there? I understand that. But <laughs> anyway, we don't talk about that. So, <laughs> Well, I want to introduce a new segment called In the News. We are, uh, you know, Mooresville, lots going on. We are a community of, of growth. We are constantly, um, you know, hearing about new businesses opening. So I thought this would be a fun way to, you know, pull some of those headlines out and talk about what's going on in Mooresville. Um, so one of the things... Ooh... We have sound effects. We've got some sound. <laughs> Moving up in the world. All yeah. right. <laughs> Thank you, Bill. We appreciate you. In the news. All right. Um, so one of the things that I saw was that we are, I don't, do you guys know that we have a North Carolina like DMV license plate agency downtown? Yeah. Yeah. Been there one Absolutely. time. Yeah. Okay. So it is actually very convenient that, that we have that and you don't have to go to the normal DMV and make an appointment and if they do take walk-ins i mean you're committing like half of the day to this dmv so the license plate agency has been such an asset because you can just get in there i mean less than 30 minutes sometimes in the dmv so that mm. that's that's really not heard of they're closing Ooh. so it's so sad um so the owner is a lady named Pam Morgan. Um, she has she's the owner of that that North Carolina license plate agency. It's been like a private business. She was able to license to operate, and she's retiring after forty years in business, and that's going to close down. Wow! So the the physical building, the location will be yes. no more. No more. We will not have that that great asset that way to get in and out in 30 minutes so i hate that we're losing that i, I hope someone else comes along and, and tries to open one up because now i gotta go back to the dmv well you know as a marketing person i always felt like um the post office and the dmv were two places that were in desperate need of happiness right because people that go there are generally not happy no. uh, and and, <laughs> and they wait in line and they're True. even unhappier i felt like a good bright coat of paint some you know nice music yeah. Uh, something to liven up the mood. You go in these facilities, unfortunately, and there are stark white walls and people just standing in line staring at each other. Right? Yeah. Give them something other to take their mind off of it or, you know, make it a little bit more of an enjoyable experience. Yes, you're no, you're exactly right. And that is why I always enjoyed going into this this agency because I felt like it had that small town, that like hometown mm. feel, and people greeted you with a smile versus maybe that's not what happened. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> with the DMV, most times you're going in there to spend money. So it's just really not a happy uh, time going in there. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I, I mentioned I was in there one time and, uh, you know, Mooresville, Race City, USA. Um, and I was standing there and the gentleman in front of me, I finally realized it was Bubba Wallace, right? NASCAR driver. 
And I thought to myself, yes, even famous NASCAR drivers have to stand in line at the DMV, right? They are not exempt from that experience. So that's awesome. Um, one of the other things that's in the news um, is interesting um, is that uh, the Alzheimer's Association released some statistics about, um, you know, Alzheimer rates in North Carolina. Um, and Mecklenburg County ranked 32nd, um, which is pretty significant. Uh, Iredale is not on the list, which means we're under 11%. Um, and, you know, the Parks and Recreation Department has a lot of uh, senior activities that we'll talk about when we get back from the break. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to iHeart Mooresville. I'm your host, yeah, co-host, Don Smile, along with Christine Patterson. Um, I mentioned before the break um, the uh, Alzheimer's uh, study that was released. And uh, Iredell, as I mentioned, is not on the list, which means that we have to be under 11%, which is great. Yeah. Uh, but the important thing about that is that physical activity and mental stimulation are really important to maintaining uh, cognitive abilities as you grow older. And so... One of the things I like to talk about is that Parks and Recreation contributes to that. And so from a, from an adult programming perspective, you know, I like to say from 5 to 95, we got you covered. Um, and so we do have a lot of adult programs within the Parks and Recreation Department. Uh, there's a couple I'd like to mention. Uh, we have a bridge uh, club uh, that meets uh, January through May um, at the War Memorial Recreation Center. Uh, it's free, uh, an activity. Uh, obviously, exercise is important uh, as well as mental stimulation. So we have a community yoga, uh, which happens January through May as well, also at War Memorial Recreation Center. And let's see. And from, you know, for those who run their own businesses, we have some specific uh, programming, one in particular for the ladies uh, listening. We have a lady boss networking event oh. uh, where, uh, you know, you get, to, get to you get together with other business uh, owners to kind of build friendships, uh, discuss benefits, challenges, successes of being a, a, a business owner, a woman business owner. Um, that also happens at Women Warrior Recreation Center. The, the moral of this story is go to mooresworldrecreation.org uh, to look at all of our programming. Um, as I said, 5 to 95, we got you covered. That's so. right. That's right. And, you know, get out in our parks, take advantage of some brisk walk uh, walks and on our trails because it'll reduce your chances of Alzheimer's or dementia. Proven. Excellent yeah. point. All right. So we have two special guests with us here today that we're so excited to have joined us this morning. Um, as I mentioned, they're from the Mooresville Convention and Visitor Bureau. Um, some of you may be thinking, well, gosh, what does the Mooresville Convention and Visitor Bureau do? Um, Grant Hutchinson, who is the chairman of the board, what, what does this organization do for Mooresville? So we kind of fall under and we support the Visit Mooresville moniker, which the CBB is made up of all the hotels in this area and an occupancy tax that we collect through those hotels. Um, we're one of only four town-wide CBBs. Most of them are county-wide. So we're really blessed to be able to focus just on the town of Mooresville and promoting tourism and bringing people into this area and also working, you know, to, to help support the community as well. Uh, Mooresville has 16 hotels with 1,498 hotel rooms. In wow, this, just in Mooresville. Just in this little area. So there's That's a amazing. lot of people coming into this area, especially on the weekends. We have a lot of families coming to visit during the week. We have a lot of corporate travel. And it also kind of branches out and helps our restaurants. It helps our venues in this area. We do a lot of weddings. So there's a lot of different aspects that we have that we help in, in tourism and 
obviously bringing in a new executive director who can spend more time and, and kind of help with some of these larger projects. And I'm going to let Randy mm-hmm. kind of give his background and, and how he's going to help us. Yeah, the, the, I recently heard we have a, a new addition to the team. So, Randy, yeah. where are you from? Tell us a little bit about you. I'm originally from Atlanta, Georgia. I went to Georgia State University. Um, but the last two years, I've been working for the city of North Augusta, South Carolina, uh, which is right across the Savannah River from Augusta. And I basically live in the Augusta area. And, um, you know, the last two years, I basically built from the ground up a, a tourism program for them and uh, this opportunity uh, started to present itself last fall, started having those discussions and really liked what I saw and like what I see now. And uh, so I made the move. And uh, so I've been up here since the beginning of January as the new executive director for the CVB. Wow. Well, we're very, very yeah. thankful that you joined the team. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so what are some of your you know, goals? What, what would you like to, to see happen? Well, I think to some degree, um, because this is new leadership, um, I think that we're we're in the process of a reset. And uh, so the most important things over the next few months, A, uh, for me, is just to get up call, uh, get up to speed on the city of Moore or the town of Mooresville, excuse me. But, um, you know, this is all brand new to me for this community. And so I've you know spent a lot of time meeting folks um, that are local stakeholders, you know, whether they're elected officials, um, other partnering agencies like downtown Mooresville or the chamber, you know, any of those organizations. But um, and then also just taking the opportunity to look around and see all of the sites, you know, because there's so much to see in this town. And uh, like every day literally is a new adventure for me. It's awesome. You know, you, you mentioned that this was an attractive opportunity for you you know, coming from the Savannah area, I, I'm curious what attracted you to Mooresville? You know, what what was it about this area, this opportunity or the challenge that, that kind of really resonated with you? Um, well, there were a couple of things. Um, you know, one is it took me out of my comfort zone. This is strictly personal. Mm-hmm. And um, it just presented itself as such a unique professional and personal opportunity. I wanted to jump on it. You know, but um, a couple of years ago, we we actually came to Mooresville for a lacrosse tournament for our son. And um, I've worked in sports tourism and tourism for a number of years. And uh, when I go into new you know venues, you know, these things sort of stick out to me. You know, is it a good place? Is it is it not a great facility? Whatever. And um, the tournament was at Mazeppa Park and it was just great. And then on top of that, you know, they had single track mountain bike um, route out there, which I'm really into mountain biking. Um, so, you know, there was like the aspect that we have nice stuff, you know, so there's mm-hmm. that piece of it. Sure. Yeah. And then also having a budget um, to be able to carry out some really cool programs. Um, the opportunity to, to reset this program, I think, was a, a challenge for me. And mm-hmm. I really look forward to that. I've done it twice before. And um, it's just, it's a nice town. You know, my family is really into, you know, basically mini vacations where we go into a community, park our car and spend a couple of days walking around. And uh, the first time we came to Mooresville, when I was here to check out the town and uh, look for a place to live, you know, we loved downtown. It was so cool. You know, it has nice stuff. Right. And um, I loved when I started talking to people to find out that, you know, downtown 10 years ago was a completely different place and it's just gotten so much better. And, um, you know, I love it. And so the opportunity to promote something that is, is so nice, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I think it's interesting. You, you mentioned downtown wars, but we had this conversation, uh, when Kim Atkins was on that it's like a postcard, you know, if you were going to mm-hmm. look up yep. what 
small town America looks like Main Street, it's Mooresville, right? It and yeah. it, it's hard to replicate that, um, which is why some of the events that we hold are, are so impressive because of that backdrop. Uh, you mentioned Mazeppa Park, and I just want to give a quick shout out to our athletics staff as well as our park services staff, because the tournaments that you talk about, they don't just happen, right? Yeah. There's in, there are individuals behind the scenes uh, that are making those things happen, and we're very proud of, of what they do, and um, they do an amazing job. And you know, obviously, you know, Grant mentioned, you know, the tourism, the hotels, you know, those, those tournaments put heads in beds and that's they important. Don't. So that relationship between what Parks and Recreation does, what the CVB does, um, you know, those, those are symbiotic. There's, right. there's an opportunity for those to work cohesively. And I know that there's a lot of conversation happening about that now. And well, so we're a lot proud of people of that. don't really understand from the CVB standpoint. And, and how we support the community. Um, we help fund the, the turf out at Mazeppa Park. Um, we help fund some of the mountain bike trails out in that area too. So, mm -hmm. it, you know, there's some other projects that we're working on right now, but, you know, that's that's what we're here for is, you know, and, and that's why we look at these things that can help the community as well as bring in tourism and bring in people to this area. We have a lot of sports tournaments in this area. Um, and, and we're blessed going throughout North Carolina and, and visiting some of these other towns. We have so many assets and, and things that we sh we kind of take for granted sometimes that a lot of towns would love to have. Uh, and then also have the lake as well. So, you know, we, we have such a unique offering that so many people and, and sometimes, again, it's like living close to the ocean. You start to take it for granted. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's something people, you know, don't realize is what Mooresville really does have to offer. I mean, even living here, residents, all the time I come across, wow, I didn't even know this was in Mooresville. Right. You know, it's almost like you need to be a tourist in your own city for a day and, you know, figure out all of these things. Um, but you mentioned, you know, assets. The CVB is an asset in that, you know, the, the tax money collected from these local yeah, hotels don't come from our local right. residents. Yeah. Absolutely. You know. Everything you do comes from tourist, you know, out of town people that are funding these projects that help our community. So this is how tourism, you know, helps locally. Right. right. Yeah, we try to stress to the, uh, the general public, you know, because I've heard the question just throughout my career, you know, um, you know, sports tournaments or tourism is great for the hotels. It's great for the restaurants, but what does it do for me? Well, it pays for stormwater drains. It pays for police cars. It, you know, it, the sales tax revenue, um, you know, generated goes into the general fund, and that supports the city. And the beautiful thing is that the tourists come and they go. You know, so they don't really stress the infrastructure. Right. You know, they come in. You know, they they you know use what they want, and you know, and then they go on, and hopefully. You know, we give them a great user experience and, you know, they tell the rest of the world about it. Right. Us. We don't have to provide housing for them. We right. don't have to provide schools and infrastructure. You and, know, it's great. And we're a great weekend kind of destination. And, and a lot of these times, you know, we have people that are coming in and, and a majority of our traffic coming into this area is repeat guests. You know, that they're not here for the first time. And that is because of what we have in this area and the experience we're able to offer. So what would you say are the big things that draw people here? You know, just to, in case people don't realize what is an asset to us that are, is really, you know, driving tourism. Well, you kind of have two different aspects to that. And, and it kind of breaks down more. But you have kind of the corporate side and then you have the, the personal side that it comes in. So from the corporate side, we have a lot of large headquarters in this area. 
And during the week, most people don't realize that our busiest nights are Tuesday and Wednesday nights because of all the corporate travel coming into this area. Right. Then on the weekends, we have different seasons. Obviously, we have sports seasons. We have so many wedding venues in this area that's such a huge draw um, that most people uh, tend to not realize because you're not having a wedding all the time. And then uh, obviously the, the Mazeppa Park and all the sports tournaments that we have in this area. Wow. that That's really interesting because I don't think people think of it. Um, you know, in the in those terms. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that with the Convention and Visitor Bureau uh, right after a break from our sponsors. There's more iHeart Mooresville on the way from 1059 100.7 WSIC. Local starts here. I heart Mooresville. Ooh, we should put that on a t-shirt. Sorry, New York. 1059 100.7 WSIC. Local starts here. And we're back with I Heart Mooresville, your small town radio show with a big heart. We're talking to Grant Hutchinson and Randy Deteau of the Mooresville Convention and Visitor Bureau. And we're talking a little bit about, you know, what drives tourism in Mooresville? What assets do we really have that attract people to come here? Um, I'm sure to to make that happen, you know, it takes partnerships and coordination among all of the economic depart- uh, de- uh, development partners in Mooresville, like the EDC and the Mooresville Downtown Commission. Um, tell us a little bit about what that looks like and, you know, what what is the plan to, to continue to drive tourism? Well, absolutely. You know, just like a lot of others, we're trying to, to create a strategic plan of, of what we want to do as an organization and how we can impact this area in a big way. And, and you know, we've really tried to push over the last year, you know, how can we work with Parks and Rec? How can we work with the EDC? How can we work with the Downtown Commission so that we're all moving in the same direction? And so that if there's something that they're working on, that we can come alongside and, and you know, put our funds together, put our ideas together and make it much larger. Again, doing something for the community that can also help tourism in this area. So we created a strategic plan a couple of years ago. And when we started looking at it, we realized there were some pieces missing. There were some kind of 90% of it was done, but we needed to get that last 10%. So we really looked at, you know, trying to get other feedback, talk to stakeholders, talk to the community and see, okay, what do you want? What is what does Mooresville look like? You know, we, we're Race City USA, but what else are we outside of that? And, you know, we we, we always had some larger things on, on that list, like, you know, lakefront access, uh, some kind of gateway coming into the area. And so, you know, we, we're looking at some of the bigger projects and also some smaller projects that we can do in the meantime. Absolutely. And, you know, if people want to learn about what what this, the CVB does and, you know, find out about the projects, where would they go to learn about that? So, you know, you always hear, uh, just like you said earlier, you know, people hear about an event, they're like, oh, man, I I didn't know we were doing that. And there's so many events that take place in this area. And then you hear, well, I would have loved to have come if I would have known about it. So, you know, and a lot of these organizations have some smaller newsletters. And, and we're, we've created one where we're trying to accumulate all of those email addresses in one place and everybody's information so that we can, you know, not only communicate to the region and to other people outside the state, but to the community as well as some of the events that we have. You can go to our website, visit mooresville.com and sign up that way. But again, it's something in development. We've started about 
six months ago, and it's really growing and, and becoming something that's uh, helping the area. Randy, <clears throat> you mentioned you, you know, come from a, a different location and you found this this opportunity attractive on a couple of different levels. But I'm curious for you, um, you know, what, what, because I think Christine mentioned earlier, sometimes we, we take what we have for granted, right? We don't, we, we work in it, we live in it, we see it every day. Right. I know when I came into Parks and Recreation, coming in from the outside, obviously I had a different perspective and a different lens and I, I brought different ideas and I'm sure you're the same. I'm curious what you see in Mooresville as both opportunity or challenge um, from mm. your past experience? I think from an opportunity standpoint, um, you know, the assets are are numerous. And, um, you know, so the first thing that I'm trying to do right now is just really get a grasp of it, you know. And um, as I came in, you know, one of the things that, you know, has been, you know, pushed on me or not pushed on me, that's uh, Sounds a little bit negative, but, you know, Lake Norman is a very prevalent part of, of Mooresville. And um, one of the things that I'm trying to figure out is how exactly we can utilize it, you know, because of the issue with lakefront access. You know, so what what is it um, that we can we can promote when it comes to the lake? You know, so I'm trying to figure that out. But, um, you know, from an opportunity standpoint, I think that, um, A, the vibrancy of the community, I think the vibrancy of the stakeholders, you know, um, the most important thing to me whenever I go into a community, whether it's to do a strategic plan or whether it's to work, you know, I have to know, you know, the local players. I need to know who the local stakeholders are. And um, one of the things that I've I've come to gather is that um, there's an embrace of the openness of the CVB now, you know, in terms of collaboration, you know, because um, we're all forward facing. And I think that, you know, there's a lot more strength, you know, basically in numbers, it sounds, um, you know, trite, but you know, it's, it's the truth. And um, so I think just capitalizing on the energy of the stakeholders, you know, that's a big piece for us. And, um, I think from a challenge standpoint, um, that's a good question. I don't know yet, you know, because everything <laughs> sure, is still, sure. everything right. is still so new to me, you know, but, um, you know, I think um, as, as I move through my first year, you know, the thing that is going to be most important for me is to, you know, sort of cut out some of the static, if you will, you know, because everybody wants to do everything and I want to do everything, but you really can't. And so it's a matter of figuring out what are the most important things to do and then, you know, making sure that you capitalize on them. And I just basically call them my columns. So, you know, um, part of that could be the lake, you know, part of that could be the, the Race City USA moniker, you know, it can be sports tourism, you know, um, it's finding out what what those those particular areas are and um, driving them forward, so. So Christine, I have a question for you. Uh, as the manager of the Arts and Events Division, you are responsible, your team is responsible for putting on a lot of the events that happen downtown. Um, in conjunction and coordination with these other elements like the CVB and the Downtown Commission. So talk to me about that relationship, um, how what you do depends on them and that symbiotic um, nature that happens between all these elements because the success of what we do in Parks and Recreation uh, is somewhat dependent on the relationships with these other organizations. Yeah, I think we saw this year with the 150th anniversary, that there was value in special events and community events that were large enough to attract tourism. And I think we saw that, you know, hey, we, we have the bandwidth to be able to, to, to plan these types of events that can bring in out-of-town visitors and have an economic, you know, impact. And 
um, we could not have done that, you know, without partnering with the CVB this year and, you know, really just to give us the elevation that we needed with with social media influencers even and, um, you know, uh, attracting sponsors. Uh, you know, we really relied on that relationship to to help us, you know, get get this information out, you know, to their database, um, you know, starting the newsletter was was really um, helpful to help kind of spread the word about these things going on. Because in the past, Mooresville wasn't a festival destination. You know, we didn't have those those assets. And, and now all of a sudden we do. And, and so it's sharing this this new thing, trying to build, um, you know, Mooresville as a as a festival destination. And so, yeah, it was it was very um very beneficial for the partnership that we have with them this year to help us. I think, you know, to, to add on to that, you know, obviously I wasn't here for the, the events for the 150th anniversary, but um, reoccurring theme that I hear from that is the bigness of it. And um, I've been promoting basically what you would call super events for around 30 years. Um, probably the largest um, that I had my hands in was the Augusta Half Ironman and, uh, you know, 3,300 participants and, you know, probably another 5,000 spectators on top of that. And um, the most important thing when you talk about these events is, is going big and, and spending some more money and, and making them quality, you know, because these become true platforms for the community. And um, people will not travel, you know, for, you know, the mom and pop 5K, you know, where you <laughs> throw a chalk line down and, you know, a car table with some water on it. Right. You know, that's... That's not going to do anything, you know, but um, when you're talking about spending some money, bringing in legitimate talent for concerts, you know, making the investment in the aesthetic value of your venues, you know, those are the things that when people come into town and they see these types of events, that's when they get blown away and that's when they come back. And, you know, and and to add on that, when you bring these folks into town, you're, you're, you're basically exposing yourself to a potential new talent pool you know, for workers in the community. And then on top of that, you know, somebody that comes into this town that um, sees all of the things they have we have going on, you know, might consider moving a business here, you know, and so it's an economic development piece there too, you know, but the most important thing is making sure you make the investment to go quality, you know, otherwise, you know, it's, it's a cute event and people will come out and support it and good for you. And we appreciate that. But um, if, if you're going to have a destination-making type of event, go ahead and make the investment. And yeah. I can bring this back to the community side of things. And, and that is, again, having 1,500 hotel rooms. Right. That's 1,500 families on the weekend that need somewhere to go to eat, drink, kill time, attractions. So that is so important to, as Randy said, make it big enough so that we can attract those people. And again... You know, my day job is running the Hilton Garden Inn in, in Mooresville. So I had to, I had to again, <laughs> put a staff plug in. I have, yeah, <laughs> I, I got to give them credit. So they give me a lot of free time to, uh, because they're so good to, to do this other work for the community. But, you know, that's also time that I spend at the front desk and talking to people coming into this area and asking, what brings you to this area? What made you come this trip or, or what brings you back? So again, having that input and insight and and seeing how the events, because again, I, I got to give you all credit. The events were amazing this year. The amount of people it blew me away. I never would have thought we would have seen, just especially for this being the first year. Yeah, 15,000 well, yeah. people. And, and I think that one of the things too that, that 
is important in a CVB sponsorship is creating those experiences. You know, you say make it quality, make it an experience that they can, you know, remember. And 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 that was one of the goals is to build traditions and to get get people used to, you know, including Mooresville in their, you know, annual, you know, event lineup and travel lineup. That's what we want to do. Yeah, the the events for the 150 celebration, I think, set a high bar mm-hmm. uh, yeah. for the expectations and, and certainly um, something that, you know, uh, arts and events team and, and the CVB can build on. Uh, but I think the expectation now is to go big. Yeah, you can't and, go back. Absolutely. You know, yeah. um, you know we, had a, we had a meeting this morning to talk about one of the events and it was that same, you know, theme, which is we have to continue to go big. Um, and I think when we get back from the break, uh, Christine, I'd love, I think this is a great opportunity for you to kind of, you know, promote what are the events that we're going to have uh, this year? You know, the 150 was seven signature events. Um, that's not sustainable, hmm. uh, at least not at this moment, but we are going to continue some of these events. And I think it's a great opportunity to, to let the community know when can they expect us to go big again uh, so right. that they can mark their calendars uh, and get ready for some of these amazing events. So when we come back, uh, we'll talk about that. So thank you for listening here on WSIC. We'll be back uh, after this word from our sponsors. Stay in the know with all things Mooresville. I Heart Mooresville continues next on 1059 100.7 WSIC. Call now to speak with iHeart Mooresville hosts Christine Patterson and Don Smile at 844-STUDIO-4. It's iHeart Mooresville on WSIC. And welcome back to iHeart Mooresville. I'm your co-host Don Smile along with Christine Patterson. And Christine, before the break, um, you know, Grant and uh, um, Randy were talking about, you know, going big and some of the things that, that happened in 2020. 2023 for as part of the sesquicentennial. I like to say that word because uh, it's big. Um, but we had seven signature events. Uh, your team was uh, amazing and pulled off, you know, um, some amazing events that were big. And the expectation is that some of those will continue. Um, obviously, probably not all seven, but kind of talk us talk to us about what 24 looks like in terms of uh, events that uh, the community can mark on their calendars. Sure. Well, first, thank you for the compliment. One of the the greatest things that we heard this year was feedback from these events and loved, you know, scrolling through social media and seeing the comments like, oh, you know, I can't believe this is in Mooresville and my town is bigger than my town's better than your town. And, you know, we loved it. we love that the community embraced what we did so much and, you know, taking that to heart of what were the most beloved events this year. Um, we're bringing back four out of the seven. While I would love to have seven events every year, I know my staff would quit. So <laughs> four. I mean, you are a superwoman, but you're right. Yeah, I, I know. I, I, I can't pull that off. Um, but four. And we'll start with that. Um, and so we're bringing back uh, Mooresville Day which will be March 23rd. Um, That event was really the first event where we saw last year, wow, like what, what we could do, you know, as, as a team and, um, and, and that the community wanted this, you know, they, they were eager for these opportunities. And so we're definitely bringing back that. It was just the community spirit and pride that we felt with that event. And it's a celebration of all things Mooresville. And, yeah, and I think that's the important part is it really is about celebrating the town. Yeah. And so I think that that was something that resonated with everybody. You know, we had 
uh, local vendors and, you know, local high schools. And, you know, it, it really was about a community uh, engagement opportunity. Yeah, it was it was it was really amazing. Um, and then bringing back the Stars and Stripes on Main Parade, uh, that event was very interesting because people think the town puts on parades. This was the first parade that we had ever put on. Most of the parades in Mooresville, all of the parades in Mooresville, um, except for maybe like 30 years ago, but in in recent, um, you know, history, town has not put them on. The Christmas parade is a, a you know, um, group of private citizens. Um, the St. Patrick's Day parade is downtown commission. So we don't have um, parades typically. So this was the first one. And I think, um, again, we saw it's it's something that the community wanted and came out for. And, you know, 4th of July, uh, we have the Lowe's YMCA, but this was a really nice addition to kind of the, the Independence Day celebrations in our community. And, and we'll definitely be doing that this year. Then the Bands, Brews, and Barbecue Festival. That was also one of the festivals that was on our list of, okay, this can generate tourism. My favorite, by the way. Yes. So we, <laughs> you know, we celebrate these three things that are really defining our area. So bands in the sense that Mooresville is is trying to become more of a music destination, you know, within our, our performing arts series and um, brews, of course, Mooresville is quickly becoming, um, you know, this this brewery hotspot. We have the, the local ale trail all of these eclectic breweries are popping up all over town. And so we were able to only use Mooresville breweries, which was really cool that we have enough breweries in Mooresville to only use them for the entire year. And and it was it was great. We had enough beer options. It was awesome. <laughs> um, and then, of course, uh, barbecue. We're Carolina barbecue. We are known for that. And so we have a really great, um, you know, base of, of food trucks that have uh, the best barbecue. We even had a national um, barbecue chef, uh, what do they call him, pit, pit master, um, Kevin Peterson, that came and he roasted a pig. Uh, and he, you know, he's obviously from North Carolina and um, he gets invited to the world championship. I can't even imagine, go, you know, tasting that barbecue. Yeah. One of the things <laughs> I remember the most about that event was just the smell. Yes. Uh, I mean, you could, sure. it was blocks away, you know, yeah. and you cannot not be attracted to something like that. You right. know? And you had every type of barbecue option available, um, you know, whether you were vegan or yes. whether you just wanted to go a whole hog, yeah. as they like right. to say. Vegan you know? barbecue, whatever yeah. that is. Yeah. yeah. So that was, that was fantastic. Yeah. What else, what else is on the, the calendar? And then of oh, course. Exactly. Oh, exactly. When is Bands, Brews, and Barbecue? Oh, Bar Bands, Brews, and Barbecue this year will be September 14th. Um, and then we'll end the year again with the classic Christmas in Mooresville, that event. You know, we went over the top this year. We made it snow, um, but it's a signature event and definitely excited about bringing that back. Um, we, as as Grant mentioned earlier, we have a beautiful downtown area and, you know, it really has that hallmark feel, especially at Christmas. So um, those are our four that we will, you know, focus on and, and be the base of our our programming. Um, but then we have a ton of other things, you know, going on that we um, do every year, which is, you know, a lot of the performing arts programming that we do. We have a outdoor concert series at Liberty Park called Rock the Park that will start in May and go through September. It's the first Friday of every month. Um, we also have a indoor entertainment series uh, called Our Town Stage, where we bring, um, you know, a little higher quality entertainment. Um, we've had the Spin Doctors before, Edwin McCain, Sister Hazel. We've had some really cool acts um, for the indoor series. So we're, we're really proud to be able to offer that entertainment in Mooresville, you know, so people don't have to go to drive, drive to Charlotte to see, you know, these great national acts. They can see it right here in their hometown. Um, 
And then we have some partnerships um, with like the Mooresville Community Children's Theater. Um, they, I think they were actually in the studio this morning. Bill, I think you said that the Little Women were in here, weren't they? Ah, yeah. yeah, so they have a production of Little Women coming up February 8th uh, through 11th. Um, so tickets are on sale for that at mooresvilletchildrenstheater.org. Um, and then, of course, we have, our, the Arts and Events has some upcoming shows. Um, February 10th, Murder Mystery Dinner Theater. Always a fun mm -hmm. time dinner and a show and then always Loretta um, on April 13th and that's at the JVK Jovi Knox Auditorium and that actually is the number one Loretta Lynn tribute and it's with the original Loretta Lynn ba band the coal miners yeah that's pretty amazing that's yeah cool. so that's an experience you're not you know gonna get um, you know for, for much longer I mean it, it's a really really amazing show um, so tickets are on sale for that at ourtownstage.com and then the downtown commission has some events coming up at the sweetheart sip and shop on February 9th and shamrocks and shenanigans on March 16th so where can people learn about this not only buy tickets but connect with Christine Patterson and all things arts and events. Yes, you can actually uh, go to OurTownStage.com. Um, you can also go to MooresvilleRecreation.org. Um, and you can email info at our, OurTownStage.com. And if you want to learn about the Charles Mack Citizen Center, which is, you know, a crown jewel for the for the downtown area, um, I would suggest that you go there and visit their website because it is pretty much anything and everything that can happen in a convention area ha can happen at the Charles Mack Citizen Center. So, and what is the address for that? Yeah, that is experiencecmcc.com because the Charles Mack Citizen Center is more than just a conference center. It's an experience. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, we, from a Mooresville Parks and Recreation standpoint, we have a lot of a lot of things going on. Uh, we have a new program that, that uh, came on board not too long ago. If your children um, are a little overactive and, and need a, an outlet, uh, they can join karate. Uh, so we have a karate class now at the Selma Burke Recreation Center on Monday nights, um, ages 4 through 18. Um, I would say it's, uh, it's uh, per session, uh, $10 for residents, $12 for non-residents. So again, go to mooresvillerecreation.org to learn more about that. Uh, we have volleyball clinics uh, at Selma Burke Recreation Center as well on Thursday nights uh, for the youth, uh, ages 7 through 14. Uh, and a reminder that spring ball is starting and signups um, are open until February 21st. Um, so you can visit uh, mooresvillerecreation.org and sign your child up for uh, softball, baseball, all, all things ball. Um, and then I mentioned earlier the community yoga, and I think that's an important thing. Um, you know, uh, we all have jobs, we all have lives, we all get stressed, um, you know, and uh, finding relaxation opportunities, whether it's a brisk walk in the park, as Christine mentioned, um, meditation, yoga, uh, hanging out with your your family and just enjoying the outdoors is an important part of that. So, Yes, absolutely. Get out in one of our beautiful 17 park options that we have here in Mooresville. Um, speaking to our, our guests one last time, you know, Grant, we talked about what the CVB does. I know CVB is governed by a board, but there's also a location in Mooresville. Right. So one of the things that we find is the visitor center, which is located off of Lane Tree. It kind of faces 77 there over by Overflow. And it's an office and a location where our guests coming from out of town can get all the information on this area and other surrounding areas, but also our community. If you need any kind of help, you're looking for any suggestions, we uh, we, we have the ability there to, to help you and to provide that information. And one of the things that the CVB provides to local communities that people may not know is we are 
you know, a huge wedding destination. And so people get married here um, frequently. And the CVB will actually provide goodie bags for your wedding guests. Yeah. So that have Mooresville swag, um, they deliver to hotels all the time. Absolutely, yeah. If if you've got a, a group of people coming in, just call our office over there, and and we can put something together for you. Nice. So yeah, that's a nice service that that they provide. Well, as we wrap up our fourth installment of I Heart Mooresville, I want to thank our guests from the CBB, and I want to give them an opportunity to you know get one last one last uh, point in. Uh, just, uh, it's a real honor uh, to be here. Very humbled that I was selected and um, looking forward to playing my part in, in promoting this, the town of Mooresville. You know, I think that we have a great place and um, I've been super excited about the vibrancy of everyone that I've met. And I look to be a part of, uh, you know, basically charting the course in the future for the town of Mooresville. Grant? Well, you know, from the CVB standpoint and being chairman, we are lucky to have found Randy and, and to have somebody with his experience coming in. And I know for myself, I love to have the help now because a lot of this has been uh, on the board for the last year. So we're happy to have somebody who can come in here and put full time effort into this. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you both being here. I'm sure we're going to have you back because there's always something to talk about. And we look forward to the progress that you make. And we'll yeah. uh, we'll have you back on to talk about kind of what the milestones are and where you feel like where, where you're at in that journey, because I think it's important for the community. Uh, and I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank my co-host, Christine Patterson. Uh, and I want to thank everybody out there for uh, participating in I Heart Mooresville, the small town radio show with a big heart. Mm. So... Yes. Uh, we will see you next week. Thank you. Have a great week. Appreciate it. The new 105.9, 100.7 WSIC, Statesville, Mooresville, North Charlotte.